Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, July 12th. Thenceforward and forever free. Today's scripture reading, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, from Mike's Amplified Version, which reads, So this just in, Christ has liberated you into complete, total, bona fide freedom. Anchor yourself here in this freedom. There's no going back. No more chains clasped to those wrists. No more yoke of slavery clamped around that neck. This is God's word. January 1st, 1863, a transcription by the President of the United States of America, a proclamation. Whereas on the 22nd day of September in the year of our Lord, 1862, a proclamation was issued by the President of the United States containing, among other things, the following, to wit, that on the first day of January in the year of our Lord, 1863, all persons held as slaves within any state or designated part of a state, the people whereof shall then be in rebellion against the United States, shall be then, thenceforward, and forever free. And the executive government of the United States, including the military and naval authority thereof, will recognize and maintain the freedom of such persons, and will do no act or acts to repress such persons, or any of them, in any efforts they may make for their actual freedom. So reads the first lines of what has gone down in history as the Emancipation Proclamation, issued initially on September 22, 1863, and becoming law on January 1, 1863. Controversy continues to surround the proclamation, even as it does the president who issued it. Many have loudly declaimed that what was issued as a wartime necessity didn't actually free a single slave dismissing it as mere gesture with no real teeth. And while it's true that the proclamation only claimed authority to free slaves where the United States government had no power to enforce it, since it only applied to those areas still in active rebellion against the very government issuing the proclamation, the reality is that once the words thenceforward and forever free were spoken, they simply couldn't be taken back. Nevertheless, there was, as might be expected, a significant lag time between proclamation and realization. Just ask the free slaves still living as slaves in Galveston, Texas on June 19, 1865, when federal troops arrived informing the slave population that they were, in fact, no longer slaves, that they were thenceforward and forever free. The war had been over for months, the Emancipation Proclamation already over two years old, the 13th Amendment banning slavery passed six months prior, though not ratified for yet another six months, and the slaves of Galveston had no inkling that their status as slaves had fundamentally shifted, that they were indeed thenceforward and forever free. 
the lag time between the proclamation and their realization of freedom. We keep trying to close the gap, even now. And so with the Galatians. As Paul starts into the fifth page of his letter, he does so with what serves as a banner headline intended to be every bit as stirring and compelling as MLK's free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. For freedom, Christ has set you free, is how we traditionally translate the first line of this page, which is a literal translation of a frequently observed biblical idiom of intensive emphasis. Jesus desires with desire to eat the Passover meal with his disciples. Elijah prays with prayer that it might not rain. Christ frees with freedom all who put their trust in him. The repetition of the verb emphatically underlines its action. Jesus wanted to eat the Passover meal with his disciples. Elijah prayed that it might not rain. Christ frees those who trust in him. Hence, Mike's amplified version rendering, Christ has liberated you into complete, total, bona fide freedom. It's the great Pauline emancipation proclamation, not to slaves in Galveston, but to outsider believers in Galatia. You are thenceforward and forever free. But oh, that lag time how it yet stretches out before us the full implications of our freedom lost on us as we restitch the torn veil and refasten and refasten the chains of compliance to human systems that would dominate rather than liberate as james intones in his own letter passed round the body at large my brothers this ought not so to be So, read again the first half of this fifth page of Paul's letter one more time. That would be Galatians 5, 1 through 15. Choose a different translation. What do you see that you hadn't really noticed before? And then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. In what ways might you personally be experiencing a gap between the proclamation of our freedom in Jesus and its realization. Where in your life do you need to see the freedom Jesus offers realized? What steps towards freedom are you being challenged to take today? Lord, you have broken the chains You have set the captives free. You have set the prisoners free from gloomy cells. You have proclaimed the year of your favor as the blast of Jubilee's trumpet reverberates still. And yet, how we may linger still in bonds of doubt and ruts of dysfunction and self-imposed chains of our dead-end routines. Close the gap between proclamation and realization in me, in us. Shine your light in this cell. Slip off these chains anew as I pass through great iron gates opening to me of their own accord and I step out into the street, thenceforward and forever free. Through your spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.